0: This is the Memphis Real Estate Hour on KWAM.
1: And now, here's your host, Dean Harris.
0: All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Memphis Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. I'm with Crestcore Realty over on Summer Avenue. Appreciate you guys tuning in this morning. If you're listening at AM 990 Memphis or 107.9 FM, The Voice. Or you could be streaming the show live at www.kwam990.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook Live, guys. So good morning to, uh, let's see, Mr. Shadrach that's tuned in with us already. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in on Facebook. We, we post the show on there live, um, and then after the show's over with, we, we post it on the show's Facebook page, where you can go back and there's 50 to 60 plus uh, shows that uh, are saved on there, all titled. You can go back and listen to them at your own, uh, you know, time frame. But it's it's a whole lot about Memphis and it's a whole lot about investing in Memphis that uh, you can listen to it on your own schedule. Uh, the Memphis Real Estate Hour concentrates on investing in Memphis real estate. Uh, we'll focus on all those related topics as well, and uh, we'll discuss local and national investment trends as well as give you an inside look at what it takes to become an investor here in Memphis. Or what it takes to become a bigger and better investor if you're already in the game. Uh remind you every single show that I am an investor. So if you have that old home that you need to sell quickly, uh I don't care where it's at, what condition it's in, um, shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com, and I'll get you a cash offer on that home today. Um that's actually a big thing if you guys haven't, you know, I say this every single show, but we really don't care where it's at, uh, or, or where or what the condition is in. So um you know, keep that in mind. If you've got anybody that you know or you hear here that need to sell something quickly, just shoot me that email, dean at CrestCore.com. Last week on the show, we had Alyssa Fowler. Um, she is new with CrestCore Realty, and she is a head of our retail and residential division. Uh, we introduced her to you guys. We've talked about it before, but we finally had a chance to have her in here. Uh, really proud of Alyssa, really proud of what we're growing over there from a residential retail standpoint. We don't usually... Get into uh, self promotion a whole lot on the show, but we really encourage you to give Alyssa a call. She is knocking doors down with uh, all this residential and retail work that she's bringing over to us. So we're excited to have her. Uh, shoot her an email if you want to contact her. If you're looking to sell uh, your current home or, or buy, uh, Alyssa at dot Fowler, Alyssa dot Fowler at Crestcore.com. And her phone number is 901 371 1758.
1: We were excited to have her on today. Got Mr. Dan back in the studio. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I was just thinking. Uh, she just listed one for us on Tutwiler in Barclay, and already those last night, and already won three showings today. She That's told crazy. me that
0: she put the sign up. <laughs> she she texted me last night and told me she put the sign up yesterday yeah. and went home uh, after she picked up her children to put it on the MLS and had two people already had called her requesting to see the property. Isn't that crazy? That's our real estate market today. That's right. That's our real estate market. So, yes, uh, very proud of Alyssa. Very proud of our uh, residential and retail division being kicked off. Again, if you need anything from Alyssa or you'd like to talk with her, 901-371-1758. Uh, Dan, let's talk about today. We're going to dive right into this like we do every show. Uh, local banks and, and why and how we use them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, so I've been a licensed agent for 17 years mm-hmm. now. I've, I've never used... I'm going to say never. We don't use absolutes on the show, do no we? No absolutes. Um, I very rarely. Almost never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost. Uh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> um, I almost. I almost just said what you yeah, did. Okay. <laughs> I I almost never. Almost never. <laughs> I very rarely had a client use a local bank when I was doing and selling residential real estate. Mm. Just very rarely. I mean that they they typically go to. Wells like like Fargo Bank, or yeah, I or with Ludie or you know First Tennessee
1: or or Citibank Regions.
0: Regions or something big? Yeah, uh, they which, typically go to yeah.
1: which they're good at those residential mortgages. Yeah, the, it, offer good rates, good right. service. They kind of built their
0: yeah, it's their forte. It's forte. their thing that they do. Right. So, um, I, I it, it was only about six or seven years ago I started really exploring out of necessity the local banks and mm-hmm. how and the best way to use them. Um, And today we're going to talk about just a, a little bit of, of how you can use these guys, why you use them. Um, but, but the most popular question I get, you know, cause especially from national investors, is why? You know, so when somebody asks you, Dan, like, you know, why do you use a local bank versus, I mean, it's a pretty simple answer, but why you use a local bank versus a huge national bank? What, what's something that you start off talking about?
1: Well, I mean, one thing that's kind of stuck out to me in talking to, you know, you got all these people that are anxious to invest and, you know, rip rare and rare to go, you know, they found a property or looking at a property or learning how to, you know, get started. And like, they've totally missed the, the getting that bank on board. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Very important. Very, very important. It's like, so, so why is that? You know, and I'm, and I think banking is a relationship business, Mm -hmm. you know, and so to get, them in the game after you've already put an offer in or, you know, uh, you don't even know what, you know, what people lend you to, you know, like how much or what's your capacity, you know, what issues you have out there and, you know, skeletons in the closet you got to clean up. So, yeah, I mean, to me, local bank, they see you face to face, you know, um, not not a knock on regions, but regions is going to send your information down. I think Birmingham and it's like thumbs up, thumbs down. That's what I tell know. people all the time. Hey, they're going to key your information in and click enter. Yeah, it's just, if a big
0: green light shows up, you're good. you're good. If a big red light shows you're up, done. you're
1: done. You yeah. move on. Versus that local bank is going to get to know you, you know your history, mm-hmm. who you are, you know your character. You know um, they're going to learn all that about you. Versus just a thumbs up, thumbs down. You know input and model. You know it's kind of like being a, you know a small college yeah. versus you know like Clemson. I, I was in a class with two hundred. You know, students, yeah. a lot of times in chemistry or something, yeah. you're just a number. You're not a teacher to know you. No. So um, it's the same kind of concept with banking. I mean, I think you've got, if you want to go far, you got to find that partner that's going to, you know, get, be a good relationship with you to help you go, you know, as far as you can go um, or want to go.
0: So is there any, you know, just for listeners, And this is maybe geared a little bit more towards newbie investors, but is there any difference
1: in the programs from a big national bank versus a smaller bank. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. big banks are going to stick to that Fannie Mae, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 year fixed product, Right. you know, local banks are going to be more, I mean, there are gives and takes, so you got to understand that piece of it, but you know, local banks are going to be more commercial notes, you know, kind of have five year balloon, seven year balloon, three year balloon. It just depends on the bank. Mm -hmm. Um, So you got to understand that piece of it before, you know, you dive into the local bank, so understand that pros and cons of that. So.
0: I've always enjoyed um, getting to know some of the local bankers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very knowledgeable guys, as it is. Yep. And then, you know, to your point when you first started off this, they want to know what your goals are. They want to know mm-hmm. a little bit more about it. You know, regions or something. You know, we keep banging on regions. but any, <laughs> any another one. Yeah, any of these banks, First, first Tennessee, Tennessee or Wells Fargo. We can use Wells, Wells Far- Fargo as a national There you go. And- so you know, you go to Wells Fargo, and
1: um you which know. they're one of the top three, I think, lenders. Uh, lenders for home mortgages. I saw that in our Dallas conference I went to. Yeah. Quicken Loans, we they can have go mine. Quicken, yeah, Wells Fargo, I, yeah. I, I've so you know, going to some of these
0: larger banks you know, they don't necessarily care what you're doing. Again, you're just a number like you mentioned in college, you know, you go to a local bank, they're way more curious on your goals and your um, uh, strategies and how they can play in part of that. I even have guys go to local banks before they even buy the house, meaning if they're going to pay cash Mm-hmm. And refinance, even if it's a year down the road, they go and connect with that local bank to get that idea of what that's going to look like whenever they do decide to do
1: well, it. Well, that's just like in Jackson, before we ever bought the property management company or looking at buying properties, I mean, we've already met three, four, five bankers up there. up there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're already thinking and developing relationships and, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, they know the community, you know, Jackson and Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, those local banks know the community. And so... They're going to refer you people. They're going to tell you who to watch out for or, you know what I mean? They're going to yeah. give you heads up on deals. There's all kinds of uh, untangible, does that make sense? Like yep. stuff that just, the fruit that comes out of that local relationship. So Well, they know everything about the
0: community. right? That's their job. Mm-hmm. The, local, the local banks know just about everything that's going on in the community. They know just about all the development projects that are going on. Um, uh, that they can lead you to other deals even. I mean, yeah. you know, some of these guys are foreclosing on it. But um, understand, you know, where you want to go, right? I mean, in our notes here is like have a plan. Tell me what you mean. Like if you go to a bank and you and Douglas are, you know, uh, looking to borrow for some kind of project or whatever it may be, what kind of information do you take them? Well, I mean, I think you you know, outside of the, I'm sorry, outside of my ter- tax returns and my yeah, yeah the, the standard stuff. What well, you know, what's the information that you take to them? Well,
1: I think you're interviewing them while they're interviewing you. So keep that in mind. I think I would flip that for a second and just say, have them, you know, um, are, are they interested in the kind of stuff you're doing? You know, are they going to, can they help you with fix and flip? Mm-hmm. Can they help you with buy and hold? Can they help you, you know, mm-hmm. with commercial or, you know, single family, there's banks out there that, that don't want to do single family right now. Yeah. So really, you know, Hey, nice to meet you. You know? So I mean, part of that would be stepping back and like talking to your friends, talking to to mentors, talking to people in the industry and find out which banks are more investor friendly, both residential, fix and flip, you know, find hole, fix and flip commercial, whatever that Avenue you're going. Find that bank that that likes that product because you can
0: see a bank like and, and I've you know we know of one with our friend Tully but you know yeah. they, they sometimes banks get to where they don't want any they don't want any more single family or they don't want to carry any more notes on a multifamily or what residential or wherever it may mm-hmm. be they just because of their own bank strategy so it's definitely important um, yeah. To, yeah to have multiple
1: options well for and for for the listeners to understand I mean regulators drive a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. So there's two things that probably probably more than this, but the regulators look at your portfolio and say, "Why well, you're getting too?" They they kind of quote unquote dictate what percentage of product can be home mortgages and rental property and commercial and um uh you know accounts receivable loans, kind of that commercial loan that helps people with you know paying their bills, you know, when cash flow, cash flow, you know, I, I forgot that the name of that, but you know the regulators uh, do some of that, and then depend on the board of the bank yeah you know the board of the bank you know that that's something i would be asking like who's on the board and what's their history yeah does that make sense like oh i hear chuck
0: from guarantee bank you
1: know we work with chuck a lot say i mean well that's great we'll we'll take him to the board and see if we can't get him approved and it's their whole thing yeah so the board that's really who's at the end of i mean this is why we're going to lead into this but you've got to to have that avenue to get to the board to get you approved so you can have the best credit in the world, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't align with what they're doing or their history or, you know, doesn't matter. You know, there's a bank in town that got so burnt, they got so strong into the uh, construction and uh, rental property back in 08 and through 12, they took such a bloodbath yeah. that that bank will not even think about <laughs> loaning to investors on rental property. You know what I mean? Like, No. Or if they... It, you know, I don't know if they can quite say they won't, but they make it so uh, difficult. Yeah, yeah. All the all the all the red tape that you got to go through. Yeah, or they'll charge you eight percent interest. You are like, wait a second, I thought markets five. Well, for this product, we're at eight percent. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. To run so, you, out. they can't legally tell you no. That's right, but they can figure out a way to run you off. <laughs> that's um, exactly right. But to, to your back to your original question, like you know, to me, one of the big things I always tell people is keep that W two as long as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's key to a bank. They want to see a W-2, you know. Uh, Yeah. So you can make payment, you know, versus, oh, man, I just quit my job and uh, I'm going to do real <laughs> estate full time. Yeah, that's not a way what? to start. You, yeah. you That bank's probably going to close that door pretty fast. I mean, unless you got a good nest egg liquidity, you know, you saved up a ton of money in your stocks. You know, 401k doesn't count. I don't know if people realize that. That's something we need to talk about, you know, at some point. But does not count as income. They no, get, I mean, even if you're taking withdrawal. because you 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 know to me it a little bit doesn't make sense i mean i would discount it but they don't really t- count that as liquid because i think you have to pay like a 15 percent penalty and then whatever your tax rate is so say you have you know half a million dollars you're getting you know lopped seventy five thousand off the top 425 plus the tax rate to, in today's dollars you lose a third of it so now you're at 350 which used to be 500 so and it's a process. It's going to take you weeks and weeks and weeks to get that done. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think, you know, um, having that vision, you know, who's your team? You know, mm-hmm. what, what is it you're trying to, you know, where are you trying to go? Be very specific. You know, don't, don't be going in there, you know, I just want to invest in real estate. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would try to be
0: as, as detail-oriented as you could um, when you're going in and talking to those guys and getting all this information down. Um and, and and communicate it over.
1: I mean that's the biggest thing is communication so they can know oh, where sure. you're coming and transparency, from. Transparency, yeah, honesty. You know all that that plays into it. I mean I think you know do you want um, to do fix and flip in Colonial Acres and you're going to spend seventy to a hundred thousand and spend twenty to thirty and that's going to be your wheelhouse or or are you going to buy three twos in Raleigh that are fifty to sixty thousand rent for eight hundred eight fifty? See how specific I'm getting. I would like, I would get to the house if you have you know, it already. Don't 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 just go in there saying, "Well, I'm going to buy some houses." That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they get that a lot. Too. You know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they, for sure they do. But you know, then let them know how you're going to get knowledge. You know mm-hmm. how how like so I'm a FedEx guy, and I I'm just give an example. Yeah. And I go in there and like, you know, hey, I just saw Than Merrill's podcast you know or he was in memphis and teaching about you know blah 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 and you're like they're gonna look at you like okay you're so you're ready to go and you know you're like but you got your plan you got specifics where you're gonna to try to do you got you know hey I'm, I'm reading this book i'm listening to this podcast i'm listening to this radio show i'm you know i'm going to classes you know i think uh and then i'd ask them i'd flip it on them you know, who do they recommend you meeting with? That's the biggest. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Who, who,
0: who do you, Mr. Banker, who's your ideal customer? Yep. You know, who, what does that look like? And if they start reeling off a bunch of stuff that's not you, then you might have some things that you need to change in your business plan or strategy right. when you're coming to them. Um, Dan, I want you to talk about the HELOC because I, I, I've, I have an investor now that has ability to do that. And we're talking about the strategies of going back and forth on it. hmm um, he came in. He's a young guy, really impressive too. He, he came in. He's in the medical, medical sales. Oh, he sells contact lenses to uh, optometrists. So, hmm. um, looking to create. He's got a he's got room in his heloc and he's got cash. Talk about that heloc and why it's important. How you used it. Um, and and what some of the advantages are of, of using that to to create. I guess a a portfolio of rentals.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. That was one of the strategies that after meeting with banks and kind of talking through what I was trying to do and, and where I'm trying to go, it was just evident that I need to put a HELOC on my personal house. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't have the cash, I had, you know, 401k type stuff, but, um, you know, I just found one of the local banks that was, had a good, back then, I hate to even say this, but they did 100% of your equity as a home equity line. Good. You're shaking your head like... Who would do that? Yeah, no one. No. So, like, if the house was worth two hundred and I owed a hundred, there's a hundred thousand in equity, right? Yeah. Well, they would give you that hundred. That's insane.
0: <laughs> so, that is insane.
1: I, the day I closed that, I, I was I was sad, but because I sold my house, I had to mm-hmm. restart over. Now it's you know eighty to eighty five is kind of the norm. So on that same hundred, now you'd get eighty thousand dollar line or eighty five thousand dollar line. So there's some gap there to. Protect them. Protect for, the bank a little bit. Protect them, yeah. So that, to me, that's worked well for the burst strategy, you know, buy, yeah. rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, just do that over and over again. So, you know, and, and then with that HELOC, you're hopefully that same bank or one of your other local banks, you're taking it back and refinancing. Right. And so they want you to keep doing that
0: over and over again. Correct. About how long from a, a time frame from the time you go to apply for a HELOC to the time you can actually use the money? I mean,
1: could be two weeks. You know, could be a month. Yeah, two weeks to a month. I mean, we, you know, we're moving a new house and getting a heloc on that one. You know, mm-hmm. it's the first thing I started doing. I was like, and the appraiser called I me. Mean, I got the bank paperwork on Tuesday. The appraiser called me Wednesday morning. I said, "Whoa, whoa!" I thought we're going. I thought it was going to be a week before I even heard from you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I had to put them off, but because I wasn't quite ready, I wanted the house to be really totally finished before I just go get yeah. my appraisal. But yeah. th- that's how fast. I think there's work out there. You know, the availability right now with the market kind of stalled out a little bit, a little bit slower, yep. you know, they're, they're, they're more on top of it right now than than ever before. But The residential market is stalling out.
0: Yeah. There's just no inventory, nothing to sell. That's right. So your appraiser calls you in one day? The next morning. That's a really strong indication. And then
1: I got the email, so I didn't call back that day. I got busy. I was like, I'll just call back tomorrow. By the next morning, I had an email from the bank. Hey, you can call the appraiser, get this thing going? I was like, man, this is service, you know. But yeah. I think it's because of the pretty true just, just tell of what's going on. What's going on? But mm-hmm. you know, I think you know the big thing that that I learned early on. You know, we talked about this—that selfless service, that go giver book. The you know, just having that others mindset is you know, what does a bank need? Mm-hmm. And what for our listeners to understand, they need deposits. Yeah, they need cash in their bank. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that would be my next kind of tidbit of advice is like, you know, get, get your money out of Wells Fargo or wherever it is, the, the national banks. And I hate to do that to them, but you need to, you put, you need to put your money where the the people that are going to take care of you, Yep. you know, it's your scratch your back. I'll scratch, you know, scratch mine. I'll scratch yours. Yep. You know, they love deposits because there's a ratio. Say you have a hundred thousand dollars in their bank. However, that money's made up in a CD or whatever. They can, you know, loan that out tenfold by borrowing from the fed Yep. You know, so that 100000 turns into a million versus where they can loan. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. So that's why they need deposits so bad. It's got, the, there's ratios, and this is way above my pay grade. I'd know enough to get yourself in trouble, get myself in trouble, but I know that having deposits ha- helps them loan more, which if they can loan more, that's good for you and me. It's good for the economy. It's good for the bank's, you know, profitability mm-hmm. all the way around. So what kind of communication do you have? Um,
0: you know, with your banks. I mean, is it something? Because you know, I ask you this specifically because I know you guys work with several banks. But like, how often do you communicate with these guys? Are you keeping in
1: touch weekly, daily? There's probably not a day goes by I'm not talking or emailing with one bank, some bank. Yeah. That we deal with. How many know. do you guys have? You have a half a dozen. You have six. Um, uh, probably six. I mean, at some point we had probably fifteen plus. Yeah. You know, um, it's whittled down over the years, and you know, some banks have come and gone. I mean, there's there's certain banks that don't want to touch the investment property and they were jacking up the rates to get it out. And so we're like, okay. You know, so as soon as we could refinance, we moved, you but mm-hmm. uh, you definitely want more than one. That's something i make sure we understand with, you know, portray that or parlay that to our investors. I mean, they, you don't want more, you don't want just one bank. You won't, you'll only be able to go so far. Right. And, and, yeah. And then, I mean, just like you were to mention Tully, I mean, his bank has cooled off. You know so you have a bank bank of jackson that's loaned you know 100 loans so far this year on investment property at some point they're going to say ah you know we got to hold off so if you're in that group with that Mm hundred and all of a sudden they cool off if you want to keep going you got to now start over with a new relationship and just kind of come in cold Mm -hmm. but if you have two or three going at one time you know i used to do round round robin with my my birth strategy and Mm -hmm. the heloc i'd go Bank One this month, bank two this month, bank three this month, bank four this month, back around to bank one on the fifth month, and they're like, man, we hadn't seen you in a while, what's going on like and they're interested and they want to know but, what you're doing, yeah, that's right, so I didn't just slam that bank with five deals in five months. I came and it was two deals in five or six months, so to them that felt better as well from a you know you know yep. not putting too much pressure on them, so the the more banks that you you can have, the better I mean, I just can't. Can't stress that enough. I mean, yeah. So it's
0: just good relationships. It's good to uh, you know have, have. I like it because
1: it's different opinions. Oh, different opinions. They have different relationships. Yeah, they're going to tell you who to stay away from in town. You know, and they're you know, um, the softest way they can tell you that. Yeah, you know. So there's 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 definitely so many intangibles that we could go on and on about why that local bank and mm. having multiple relationships is important. Um. You know,
0: st- talking about staying in touch, one of the questions that you've mentioned asking was, you know, um, how can you help the bank? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you mean by that. I mean, what, what, what would a bank look at us
1: for as far as help? So we talked about deposits. That's probably number one. <laughs> and then one of my questions always is, like, how can I help you? You know, what kind of referrals do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if you know, they're not needing more investor, you know, say their cup is full of there's a handful of you that are in that bank with, you know, doing investment property loans or fix and flip, whatever that product is, they might say, man, I could really use some commercial loans of people that own businesses and need a line of credit. Oh, okay. And so now they're top of mind. And you know, when you're out there in the, in the, in the world and meeting people and having lunches and you know, they're talking about their business. Oh, you got a good line of credit. You know, and it kind of parlays the conversation. Oh, let me hook you up with uh, such and such bank in Jackson or Memphis or whatever. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh, oh,
0: you're helping them. You're scratching their back yeah, and are scratching so yours.
1: They're going to say, where'd you hear about me? And they're going to say, well, Dan told me about you at lunch the other day and said, y'all might want, you know, my business. Now, I would tell you that you should at least somewhat vet that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't just. Send them anybody. Don't send them anybody. Kind of know. <laughs> You know, kind of that character, you know, how long they've been in business. Do, do they sound like they know what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Is there meat behind what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, versus just, oh, I met a guy, you know, and you he might, he might do well with his loan, <laughs> you know, and he's investing in, you know, uh, putting a store, you know, in the middle of Orange Mountain, in the middle of a neighborhood. I mean, that just. You can't find him. Yeah, it just, that doesn't make sense. So just make sure that that. And then, you know, or multifamily another one. There, there's several banks that we deal with that, man, send me every commercial. You know, if you get an office building or a 20 unit apartment, we want that all day long. So when you hear that, your, your eyes, you know, your ears perk up and you try to, you know, Uh help that bank win, you know? So that's, that's kind of the key piece I think is missing. Everybody's, you know, not everybody. See, I use an absolute. Mm -hmm. So I got to stop myself. I got to watch myself. Most of us get, and I, myself included, you get into your lane, you're, you're trying to win every day for yourself You know, so you really have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. If that's something I could really push to the listeners, be intentional and listen to what is out there and what people are saying. I agree. And make that connection. Take that moment to to make that connection. You know, Douglas, my business partner, as you know, that that's like his gift. Yeah. You know, he he's really
0: good at putting people together.
1: Alyssa, he loves having Alyssa on board because anytime he hears somebody that might need a retail sale, hey. Might if I hook you up with Lissa. you know, like he loves that. He aspect. loves that, you know, like or the bank's saying they need multifamily. And we meet somebody that's about to buy a multifamily. Hey, let me introduce you to yeah. Chuck or whoever, you know. That is um, a gift he's got. It's putting people together. So that's that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, um, things to
0: understand. Your 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 banker has to become your advocate. Um, oh. This is true. I mean, they they've really got to believe in your story. They've really got to believe in your company and your strategy, mm-hmm. um, be, because there will be a time. Where you're gonna if you if you stick with a banking partner long enough, that no matter how strong you are from a cash flow, from a business a transaction and and cash flow standpoint, to your own personal income and savings, no matter how unless you're just a you know multi multi millionaire and you haven't mm-hmm. borrowed any other dollars, you're gonna reach a point to where the banker that you're dealing with has got to sell for you. He has got to go on stage, you know. To the board. To the board. Yep. And His colleagues. Yes. no. So you might be an easy pass through for the first 10 houses or 11 or 12 or 20. Mm-hmm. But at some point, no matter how big you are, you might be, it might be after three houses, you right. know, if that's your financial situation, it might be after 30. Mm-hmm. But at some point that banker's got to get up on, you know, essentially on the stage and talk about you as a borrower
1: and why their bank needs to
0: lend you more
1: money. Yeah. they They have to sell you to the bank. Yeah. Quote unquote, you know. They're they're your they're your biggest advocate. They got to go out there and just, hey man, I've learned this guy's financials. I mean, they're gonna look at your the whole package. Thing. Yeah. They put some of the. I mean, as you get bigger, it gets much more complicated. You know, you go from a one pager to a ten page report yeah. on you. But you know, they they're gonna take a one pager and every board member is gonna see this guy's got this liquidity. This guy's got this. He wants to buy this asset that's gonna have a debt service ratio of. 1.4, whatever that number. Mm-hmm. And I think we should do it because of these three things, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of that's going to be your character, you know, and this is what he's done so far. This is what his career has been. You know, he's, he's, you know, been in business, blah, 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 you know, and built this, you know, he's, he's, you know, I talk about this in the inner city a lot when trying to get people that, yeah. uh, you know, heard me, I'll tangent for a second, like two felonies, one guy sitting on the porch, blaming the world and, you know, pointing fingers, the other one's out there, you know,
0: Cutting yards, cutting yards getting with
1: a something? GED, getting mentored, coaching others, helping others. The one's creating a story and is getting around a lot more positive influence and, you know, versus the guy sitting on the porch blaming the War world. was me. You know, so this is kind of the same concept. What kind of story are you creating? Are you just waiting for the money to come to you and, mm. you know, the get rich quick concept, the mindset? You know, are you really, really, really going to roll up your sleeves and show the bank that, you know, yeah, that you're going to do this. Know. And so if you haven't rolled up your sleeves up to that point, that's going to be a hard sell for that bank to say, well, man, you know, he, he's he got a good job. But he isn't ready. He isn't
0: ready. You know, like, and believe me, you, they'll notice. Oh, for sure. Because they talk to people that want to borrow money all the time. This isn't their first time to do this. They're going to know whether you're prepared or not.
1: They're going to ask, and they're going to interview you. They're going to ask who, who you know, who you yep. hang out with. Mm-hmm. and. You know, you're only as good as your five people you surround yourself with, as they say. So, I also wonder if banks have started going to social media yet. Oh, I bet, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, just to see if they can find you. You know, I think one thing that really stuck out to me as I was kind of push put putting this together Sunday was that book Speed of Speed of Trust. Stephen Cuffy wrote it, and you know, think of trust. You you kind of you initially think of like lying, yeah, or you know, telling the truth versus lying. You know, that kind of that kind of thing, but. It's really doing what you say when you say you're going to do it. And so right, wrong, or indifferent, man. I mean, the banks, you know, we respond within probably minutes, yeah. if not two hours. You know, we don't let – the sun does not go down without a reply to the bank yeah. to let them know we're working on something. And, you know, <laughs> I can't tell me, man, that was quick. Hey, man, thanks so much. That was you know, just what I needed, you know. Yeah. So something, something to that bank, you know. But the worst thing you can do is I'll get back to you in the next whole, you know, few days. Nothing. And then they have to follow up with you. You know what I mean? Like Well then it shows they're not that important. Yeah, it just shows you you're not serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's an interview pro- I don't want people to realize that. Like that's a huge deal, like doing what you say when you say you're gonna do it. So if you're busy and you're traveling or whatever, you know, and it's gonna take you till Saturday and it's Monday, Tell say them. it. Tell them. Yeah. Say, Hey, look, I'm traveling all week. I don't have access to my files. But I'll have it to you by the end of uh, the day on Saturday. The banks will be fine. But don't go to Saturday and say, "Man, I'm just tired. I don't feel, like, know, doing this. I don't feel like doing this." Mm-hmm. You know, knock it out. Yeah. You know, because what? Guess what? They put it on their calendar. Oh, they're waiting on, waiting on Monday. Oh, I promise. You know, and so when Monday comes around and they got this file, they're supposed to like submit and get going for you, and you haven't submitted it. Mm-hmm. There's just you just create a little doubt, and yeah. a little more doubt. You know, so. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, you've started your banking
0: relationship now, you know. You know, now what, Dan? I mean, we're, we're going to talk a
1: little bit more next week um uh of credit and uh yeah, proof. your personal personal financial statement, yeah. you know, the five C's of credit, we can talk get into that. Um yeah, so the the banking relationship to me is worth spending a lot of time on because that's the essence. That's one of your your big building blocks, you know, which you know, another one down the road is probably property management. That's a big one that people always talk about. Like, if you don't have a good property manager, like you might as well not get started. A so good
0: show or even a good series might be to break all these down. Property, you know, we just yeah, did banker, d- property managers,
1: your real estate agent, insurance providers, accountants, contractors. Yeah, let's um, do that. We'll we'll, we'll do that in the next couple of weeks. Just each each like insurance. What do you look for and why? Yeah, and and what why that's so important and the attorney. You know, I saw somebody posting this morning about uh, attorney, and it's like drive me crazy because a lot of them are, you know uh, advise people to get the cheapest they don't say it in there but they say goose this guy you know they, you he, he's only a hundred dollars a hundred dollars it's like nah, man you're gonna get a hundred dollar
0: closing too that's right yeah i so, fully believe that tell me some of your bank stories dan i know you well, we've got a few minutes unless yeah, yeah. there's something else you wanted to hit
1: well let's just i think we'd answer that one that came on the the asking about international oh, and out of state mm-hmm. yeah real quick i think you know out of state we both know we got bankers that will help out of state now they won't loan From Memphis to something in California, but they'll help help somebody from California buy in Memphis.
0: So we had somebody on the show's Facebook page. You can go there and post a question on there. We had somebody post the question, will these local banks that we're talking about loan to national and international investors? Mm -hmm. And our answer is yes, that they will. But what they won't do and what you just said, if you're in California and you want to talk to a bank here, the, the local banks here are not going to loan on a property in California. They'll loan on a property here in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, my international investors, I will tell you, it's very difficult.
1: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I, th- I think I've known of one that will do it. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to, you know, a, a large mortgage guy out of Seattle that, that will do it as a product. But most of the time, they're going to be stuck, for lack of better words, in hard money. Yeah. You know, somewhere between 8 to 12%. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, at some point, I, bu- I believe they could get that converted to, you know, a local bank at some point with that relationship of who you're working with. Now, you can't just go rogue on your own. You're going to have to, somebody's going to have to have an end that's going to be your your advocate to that bank, if that makes sense. So, tough, you're have tougher to have on some international history. I think you're yeah. going to have to have some business history here. Yeah. Gonna... Loan to values are going to be a big deal. Who's managing it is going to be a big deal because, the last thing that, that you know they want to see happen, which they saw happen in oh eight with just there's not many banks that want to loan to somebody that just wants to buy two or three houses and manage themselves. Yeah. They've changed that. They they want to know who's managing a property because what happened is those guys would leave. Yeah. Gone. You know, versus if they did leave and it's under property management, at least that asset's being watched and the tenants being watched and they're securing the house, the utilities being you know, monitored, that kind of stuff. So But it's a, anyway. the, the 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 root of
0: it is and I've had—I won't tell you the
1: banker that told me—but
0: yeah. I've—I've had them say it's the root of the reason why is well, you can just—it's—it's it's simple. I mean, you just leave. Yeah, they just can't go get you. I mean, where can they come after you and get it? It's—I mean, eventually they can foreclose on it, and, and and with your lack of communication, not even being here, but um, they can't track you down. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't come after you to try to to make you pay or to make it an easy foreclosure or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So the logistics of of recouping. Um, it, a loss for them is, is what, uh, you know, drives it the most, no matter how qualified that you are. Tell me before we go, we got a few minutes left. Tell yeah. me, uh, give me a good banking story.
1: You know, I had a few that, that came to mind. This is where that whole relationship kicks in of just, they're not just your lender. Your business partner. <laughs> they're, they're your business partner. I mean, right. I remember <clears throat> we were looking at an apartment in, um, mm-hmm. years ago. Got choked up for some reason. Um, something you said, I guess. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, and he drove it on his own, called me afterwards. He's like, man, I just don't know if that's a good fit for you right now. The but, banker said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... How far along were you in your investing? Several years. Okay. Yeah, several years. wasn't just starting. Yeah. So he took it upon himself, go drive the asset, call me, let me know. And, and I appreciated that. You know, like I could have been stubborn, so I'm going to buy that anyway. Yeah. Um, but you listened. I listened and Did not, but yeah, just backed off and went to the next deal, you know, just because he, he didn't feel comfortable with it for several reasons. And so he's not gonna be able to sell that to his board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that just wouldn't work. Um, no matter how
0: and i'll tell you what it probably gave you some brownie points so to speak with him for taking his advice oh for and sure and moving on to the yeah, next great thing point. and not being so bullheaded saying no i'm
1: i'm going to plow through this mr banker what do you right. know which you know my per- personality would tend to to go to that ladder, yeah well, <laughs> push through too. it i'm going to go to to go to another bank and we we hear that a lot you mm. know i think we hear people like well i'm going to do it anyway mm. it's like man you need to listen to some of the experts you know what i mean like there's there's I will tell you one of the th- key things in investing, and it's making
0: me think right now, is you got to be open eared. Yes, you humble. Cannot, humble. You cannot be
1: yes. a successful investor out there. And well, the numbers work. Yeah, you know, I'm, doing I'm doing it. Doing it. Yeah, you know, that's that's gonna get you trouble. I think. You know, the, another one just early on. You know, somebody. You know, I got the bankers come. I came picked them up and showed them to some of the rehabs we we're working on, and so they could see yep. the quality of work. We're actually refinishing floors and. You know, painting and you know, blinds and smoke detectors and yeah. really protecting that asset. So that that care I mean to this day they remember walking that property and that was over ten years ago. Yeah. You know, they remember and we're still you know still banking banking with them. You
0: that's know, that's what we mean by long term relationships yeah. with these banks, letting you know who
1: who you are,
0: what you're doing, what your goals are that mm-hmm. you're taking in uh, you know, into. So uh we're gonna post the show right right after we're finished here today and it'll be on the show's Facebook page. So I encourage you guys to go listen to uh, this show, and, and go back and listen to the others. We, we do have some exciting things coming up in the next few weeks. We're going to bring you some of these radio topics and some of these things we, I don't think we have off for another uh, a good while now. Yeah. So we should be here every Tuesday live giving you some more information. You guys stay tuned. Uh, go to the show's Facebook page, The Memphis Real Estate Hour. Uh, you'll be able to check everything out there. Dan, taking us out of the show today like we do every day is going to be a little widespread panic. All right. So just so you feel a little whatever bit more is. comfortable, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you listening to the Memphis Real Estate Hour. Uh, there we go. See Dan. Does this just sound good to you? Yeah. Makes you feel. But just good, feel good music today. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday for the Memphis Real Estate Hour. See you then.